0: Good evening friends and folks. Today I'm gonna be covering the science of manufacturing the criminal black mind. So as usual, I'll get into it, read it out, and then tell you how I feel about it afterwards. Stay tuned. He got you swinging from his puppet strings. Haven't you ever wondered how all of this negativity got so widespread across the country so fast, huh? Haven't you ever wondered why all of a sudden everybody from L.A. to New York and from Minnesota to Mississippi want to all of a sudden be hardcore gangsta ass? Just all of a sudden, so fast. Have you ever thought about this? Why is that? Well, let's let us see. There is nothing that just happens on its own. Every effect has a cause. Everything that happens has been orchestrated by some mind somewhere. Everything that moves has been set in motion by some mind somewhere. There is a cause and effect to all things. Now, who caused you to be a nigger and proud to be one? Who caused this effect? And whose hand originally set this negativity into motion? to the point that it now perpetuates its own motion in cycles of negativity. That should be very clear by now, but you still don't see this, do you? This is no one trying to murder you, right? Nobody but your own kind, right? Nobody is manipulating you, right? Well, I understand. Yes, I understand. If you don't see it in front of you, then you don't believe it is there, right? Just keep looking. You may be a disbeliever, but there are unseen sciences that go on all around us every day that are not apparent to the casual eye. There may just be an unseen cause to the effects that you see all around you. Follow this. Of course, gravity is unseen, but you see the effects of gravity. You didn't see your mother and father come together But you are the effect of that occurrence. You calculate components of the unseen by the sum of what is seen. So listen, if you see criminality infesting itself all throughout the black community, what is the unseen cause? What is the math and science here? Let us see. The science of manufacturing the criminal black mind a nigga mind must be created, grafted from the original black mind, stage by stage. He takes influence of your young black brains as early as he can and places them on the road to destruction. The road that he paved for you. He's just like God. He's a scientist too. Your enemy is a scientist too. One scientist trying to bring you to life. The other one is trying to march you to death. It's true. He experiments on you. The ghettos is the laboratory. You are the laboratory rat. After the riots and the fires burned on the ghettos in the late 1960s, there was widespread doom, despair, destruction, and depression, mentally as well as economically. Perfect place for an experiment. He experiments on you. The ghettos is a laboratory. Listen closely to what your enemy says. Okay, these niggas are mad, angry, hungry, and depressed. What are we going to do? We don't need any more riots. That is a bad for business and a national business. We need something to distract them until we, can completely, until we can completely destroy them later on. I've got a plan. But first, let me see if it will work. Let me experiment my plan in the laboratory first using my lab rats, okay? Now let us begin. Bring those two rats over here. Let's start by making one rat so hungry that he becomes very angry. Okay, now let's give this angry, hungry rat a deadly weapon. And let's give this other rat a big piece of cheese. Now let's put them all in a small box together and see what happens. Oh no, look. The angry rat just stabbed the other rat and took the cheese. And now the other rat is vowing revenge. Gosh, did you see that? Hey, this is fun. Now let's give the other rat that had the cheese a bigger more deadly weapon than what the angry rat has and see what happens. Look, the other rat is beginning to finally attack the angry rat in revenge. Oh no, the other rat just killed the angry rat cold. What a shame. Here, let's start over with the new rat in the box, a new nigga on the block and do it again. I like these little projects. After we finish learning from these rats, we're going to put out our little niggers and some projects too. I can't wait to try this experiment on our stupid little niggas. Come on, let's do it. Step one, take all the angry niggas and give them the most deadly weapons we can find. Step two, take all of them depressed niggas and hook them on some crack or whatever type of drug that we can cook up that's cheap to buy. You know niggas ain't got no money. Step three, take them jobless niggas and show them how to sell crack To them depressed niggas, they'll make all the money. Then, step four, then we'll make all them angry niggas with the guns jealous of them crack-selling niggas with all the money. Step five, now put all these niggas in a box together on one side of town and close the lid. We'll open up the box maybe once a week to take out the dead niggas and throw in some more for slaughter. Along with some new fresh crack rocks, new ammunition, and more deadly weapons. We should come back in about 10 or 15 years, and all these dumb, stupid niggas will be laid over dead for sure. It worked in the first projects. Hell, it'll work in these projects, too. Niggas in the ghetto is just like rats in a box. Now, look at us 10 years later. Fussing, cussing, shooting, killing, robbing, stealing, and dope-dealing. Niggas is right on the execution schedule. Shot up, cracked up, or locked up. Question. Mr. Devil, could you explain to the black man how you managed to destroy the life of today's black man to such a devastating degree and not even get your hands dirty? Sure. Yeah, well, in different ghettos around the country, we had been experimenting with different tactics, methods, and means of creating negativity before we perfected our science. We observed that our experiment was going so successfully and so quickly in the ghettos of Los Angeles that we decided to make an attempt at spreading this more potent type of negativity disease all over the country we spread as far as we could how did we do it how did we get you to buy into this negativity oh it was easy we just advertised we just advertised like we do with any other project product we want you to buy we baited you hooked you and swallowed your life whole we wanted you to buy into our product we wanted you to become a consumer of the nigga mentality nigga lifestyle so that nothing productive would result of your little life. We wanted to make you the most despicable type of nigga we could, and we did. So like I said, since our experiment was progressing so well in LA Laboratories, we decided to take a sampling of the germ and spread it around. We did this by taking a few movie cameras down into the projects, filmed a few murders, a few of those drive-by shootings, paid one of our movie directors some money, Wrote a script and made a movie about gang colors. Remember that? Yeah, that was us. We did that. Yeah, you know, we just took a few dollars and distributed the movie out. As many ghetto theaters that we could find so that we could train the rest of our ghetto niggas across the country. On the best ways to use the guns and crack that we gave them. Simple. Simple. We wanted other cities to pick up the murder piece, so we used our L.A. niggas as our model. Yeah, we figured that other niggas around the country would get jealous of how much exposure we were giving these L.A. niggas and start trying to catch up. You know how dumb our niggas are. They fell for it. It was working so well that we decided to get some more money and make some more movies for dumb niggas to imitate. These niggas loved it. Then our niggas started wanting to make more of these movies themselves, so we said go right ahead. Well, hell, they were better at it than we were. We even found that some of our criminal-minded niggas that we had manufactured in our experiment knew how to do that jungle drumming rap music noise. You know, them African jungle niggas hear drumming lose their damn mind. So we used this too. It worked great. It worked most, most of all. We got tired of all them damn black radical militant Malcolm X-ass niggas rapping about revolutions, so we decided to drown them out, started making money off them, and give our music to our new project. We gave our new rapping gangsta niggas widespread exposure to every ghetto we could find, and now we making mega money off of them. It's working so well. TV, radio, CDs, tapes, movies, videos. It was all an advertisement. We came at their brains from every direction. From the left side, right side, front side, and the back side. We wanted to create the nigga atmosphere. Nigga thinking, nigga acting, nigga talking, nigga clothing, nigga attitude, nigga behavior. A whole nigga culture. A whole nigga atmosphere. And we did it. Really, they did it. We just got them started. You know, niggas imitate the atmosphere, so we just manufactured an atmosphere for our niggas to imitate. We manufactured a nigga, dropped the lab, the lab rats in a box, closed the top, and sat back and watched. And now this negativity is from coast to coast and from border to border. Non stop, designed, planned, and executed. Designed, planned, and executed. Designed, planned, and executed. Yes, I am God over my world. The final stage is to use our media to convince the world of how despicable, dangerous, and destructive these niggas are. And then we will kill them. Killable, then killed. That will be real soon. The niggas are doing it all on their own now. It's just a matter of time. They will never figure it out. Mission accomplished. It was simple. The manufacturing of the criminal mind. Niggas handcrafted in the USA. By the devil himself. The end. Okay, um... Basically, this is a pretty straightforward one and it goes on pretty much something that I've been stating for the longest Um, as a culture, as black people go, we tend to do the wrong things and we tend to always want to be cool. Um, I'll give you a quick story. Uh, If you know me personally... You probably heard it before, because I, I always use it as a means and as an example, because I think it illustrates a lot perfectly, especially going on with society today. But um, basically, when I was about 25, I was uh riding, me and my cousin, we was about to go to a local bar, and before that, we stopped to a store to put gas. As we put in gas, we stopped, and we see a guy, I'm going to give him. In his mid-30s, early 40s. He probably was in his 50s most likely. But um, he was dressed with like uh, whatever the fashion was at that time. Head to toe with a called like 22-inch 20, chrome. And you could just tell, you know, he was an older cat. And I looked at my cousin and I said, you see, that's the problem with our culture. And he's like, what? He's like, man, that man can't be who he want to be? I said, you know, it's not about being who you want to be. It's about, at some point in your life, saying, you know what, I'm grown. Why am I dressing like a child? This man is 40 years old. He should be dressed like a 40-year-old. You know what I'm saying? Nice little button-up or a suit. Like, you know, something, something spiffy. Like, even if he was dressed... The way a old school would have dressed for that time, I would have respected it, but he was dressed like a youngster, and I think that that's a large issue with our culture. I think that's why we don't have a lot of grown individuals because we don't we don't allow ourselves to grow up. Being grown is white, can't hit the club up every night can't can't go. Do that juvenile bullshit that we, that we used to doing. And yeah, you go back to living a regular life. Job or trying to work for yourself. Trying to take care of your family. And that's how you tend to live life. It's a lot of that TV and music that will lead you down the wrong path if you can't open your mind up to larger and bigger things. But what the poem was saying was very real in the fact of it does it rap started off with a lot of hip hop, a lot of tales, a lot of truth being told, and then they watered the shit down. What you hear now is that's watered down music. Like it's not real it's not telling a story, it's not making nobody's life better, but the person that's rapping and we steady feed into that cycle of unhealthiness. So, as fans, it's part our fault for listening and buying the crap. You know, if if and I'm not going I mean, I'm just going I don't really care for them, but I know a lot of people do. But let's just see if Future Rap the way he rapped. And was not selling. He wouldn't rap the way he was rapping. He wouldn't rap about what he was rapping. So we set the bar. Now yeah. They got the radio systems controlled. They control the radio. They'll play whatever they want 30 times. But if you change the channel. And you keep changing the channel on it enough. Yeah they'll have to change it up. But until we the consumer. Start asking for change. And asking for more. Play better music. Come out with better artists. We'll keep getting this bullshit. And we'll keep having fucking 40 year olds. That want to be 20 year olds. Instead of having 20 year olds. That want to live to be 40 years old. That's the. That's the fight we're in right now. A lot of people can't see it. Or don't care to see it. Because they want to be cool. But. Yeah being cool. Get you a lot of places in time where you don't want to be. That's just a little jewel that's been dropped. Till the next time, y'all know what it is. Appreciate y'all for listening. Peace.